Hi everyone, welcome to the Happiness Headspace Podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Johal, and today's episode is with Andrian Brasso. I actually made a big mistake and I forgot to record the beginning. I know it was a very rookie mistake because I should obviously remember to record my podcast episodes, but don't worry, I remembered when we weren't that deep into the episode, so... um. There's still a full episode today. Don't you guys worry. I was just a little bit upset at myself, but it's all good. You know, uh, it, it's going to be great. And I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. That's why the beginning starts abruptly. It's because I wasn't recording the beginning. So I'm really sorry about that. But basically, just for a little introduction on Andrian, she lives in Austria and she's actually studying dance, which I think is amazing. And I actually had her as a dance teacher a few years ago. That's how I know her. And she's done some super cool things. So I hope you all enjoy the episode, despite the fact that I literally forgot to record the beginning. Anyways, let's get straight into the episode. You said you moved to Vienna, Austria um, a few years ago. So how was that? like how was that moving to a different country like at such a young age alone it was definitely um a big like step into adulting like uh, I had to definitely take care of a lot of things alone that I never had to deal with at home but it was okay now it's all fine (laughs) yeah and um why exactly did you decide to move there um I I had visited Vienna in, I believe, 2017, in the summer of 2017. And I had, the reason I was here is because I did an exchange um, in link with my ballet program in Montreal. And then I, we did like a summer uh, intensive with the university here. Um, So I kind of joined the dance classes here for um it was 10 days or something like this just for not for fun but for learning here and then following that that was the following year that I decided that okay I want to keep dancing so I did a couple auditions and somehow Vienna worked out for me and it just seemed like a good fit also for what I wanted to do so that's the reason why Vienna (laughs) but it was uh not that I always dreamed of moving here like it was just a good opportunity and I decided to take it yeah for sure I love that and um, I'm not sure how things are for you guys right now with um COVID and everything but how would you say like the pandemic and like the virus affected your mental health and like the quarantine um, yeah, it was actually a bit different. I'm not like so up to date with how it's going in Montreal. I'm trying a bit to read the news, but it's, um, yeah, I haven't been so good with it late- lately. Um, but actually for us, the quarantine started, I think, about a month earlier. So uh, it started in March. Um, we started even talking about Corona at the end of February and then taking steps and then full lockdown was uh, beginning or mid-March. Um, how I feel mentally, um, I have to say these days it's a lot of up and downs. Um, today I feel okay. I actually feel not so bad Luckily, um, we ended our third lockdown on Monday, so um, 
we're able to do a bit more stuff, but it's still very limited. But due to my studies being kind of really dependent on human contact, we've gotten some kind of ex exemptions so that we are also able to rehearse in person under certain condi conditions. Of course, you have to wear the mask and we're split in half our groups and keep distancing and all these things. But I have to say that mentally, this has helped me a lot to be able to move and kind of, you know, sweat it out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, I know for me, I'm, I also do a lot of dance. And like, right now, uh, the studios haven't opened again for us. We're still in like lockdown. But um, we're like still allowed to like the re like the essential non essential stores reopen today, which is good. But we're still like considered in a red zone. So we can't mm -hmm. do dance in person. And I know I would love to so like for sure, that's a really good advantage for you of it being your job. Because yes. I know for people in Montreal I think it could also like like if they're they're working it's they're allowed to to be in person for us it's exactly the same thing like studios are closed I also teach here and that all has to be online so that's a bit rough also I I did the the online learning and now doing the online teaching I just really feel for my students because it's it's not easy to stay looking at the screen the whole time and I just I knowing both sides it's not easy so I'm very privileged that I get to do my own classes in person but yeah I hope this will be something that will be able to manage somehow with some some measures yeah yeah for sure everybody's like tr like trying to keep hope that the studios are gonna open soon like in the dance community and especially um i'm not sure like where how it is for you guys but in montreal like the like the government doesn't consider the dance like community being in any category so when the studios like when sports close indoor sports like the studios will close as well but they don't have any financial support because like they're like not I don't like the government doesn't consider them as like any category which doesn't make any sense because like when it's time to shut down we're considered being like an indoor sport but then when it's time to give financial aid like no one's getting anything so I know a lot of the studios here are struggling a lot so we're all like yeah let's hope yeah. we can open again soon because yeah it's very hard and very frustrating also um, I'm kind of lucky somehow that in my situation I am still a student and not like an independent worker yet so I I kind of um, you know I'm not doing nothing I'm still at going to school and doing that but I cannot imagine with people who also for us artists who depend on <laughs> performances and when there's nothing happening and then it's just very hard when you see some things being open and then theaters not being open or studios not being open when actually those are the places that are the most I believe manageable like I think dancers and any artist that is allowed to rehearse we are being so so careful because no one wants anything to happen you know and then you see big malls being open or and people lining up in front of stores <laughs> And yeah, it's just... exactly. But for us, there has been some financial aid. I I didn't apply because I'm also not a 
a citizen here, so it's a bit of a different situation. And I'm, as I said, I'm not a worker. I'm still a student, so I couldn't apply for these things. But luckily, I, I was still teaching. Also, we we transferred to online, so I that helped a bit, for sure. But it's not ideal, and it's kind of disappointing also when you think about it that places like Montreal. And Vienna, Vienna is also such a center for arts, you know, it's known all over the world for arts. And now you see how people react to culture being shut down. It's kind of a really the last priority. And it's just a bit of, how do you say, like a slap in the face a little bit. Yeah. And like you were saying earlier, um, like how there's literally people doing so many things, like they're going, lining up in malls, everybody's doing things and yeah. we're, we're allowed, like I'm going to school full time. I'm in, I'm in a class of 30 students and t high schoolers aren't necessarily the most responsible. And in Montreal, there hasn't been any cases that came from the dance community yet like we still have to be closed like they literally take our temperature when we walk in we're wearing masks all the time yeah. we sanitize every time we walk into somewhere they like clean down the studios after every group but it's still like yeah i know that i i just feel the pain you know but mm -hmm. i have to share something with you because also uh since probably most of the people listening are canadian it might be a little funny um in vienna about a month, no, not a month ago, two weeks ago, um, a Five Guys, the fast food, opened here, the first one in Austria. And you, really? yeah, and you wouldn't even believe the lineup in front of it. Just, it was so unbelievable. <laughs> People lining up for hours without the mask, without the distance, just to get a Five Guys burger. <laughs> That's so funny. It's unbelievable. It really shows. It's yeah. really frustrating. And it's like, at oh, the time, to do that. At the time, we were still in full full lockdown here. Like going outside was allowed, and getting food for takeout was allowed. But how <laughs> is that not taken somehow in control? Like a huge lineup for one burger. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. Yeah, people are funny. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, so kind of switching up the subject a little bit, um, I wanted to ask you, so I'm currently 14. Um, if you could go back to your 14-year-old self and tell her something, what would you say to her? Yeah, many things. I think uh, first thing I would tell myself, also because I, I we are in this, you were you are now in the same high school that I was, so maybe we had a similar experience in high school. Um, but I would say, don't like be afraid of being different. Like not to, uh, like whatever you like to do is cool. Like whatever you're interested in is something you should be proud of not trying to keep quiet or hide it or not be vocal about it. I just remember also in high school, I never, I wasn't so vocal about wanting to dance because it was also something that didn't seem so realistic to me then. But also I, I was kind of afraid to talk about it or every other thing that I was doing. It was kind of something I didn't want to show off not show up but speak about and I would say 
if I could go back, like, just be you, you know, be proud of what you do, be proud of what you like, because the second you go out, I swear that is what people are going to be interested in about you. When you meet people, they will all think, Everything you do, everything you talk about is so amazing. Wow, so cool that you do this awesome thing rather than thinking like, wow, that's weird. You know, you always are a bit afraid of people's judgments. But actually, these differences, these different things that you know that you do is what makes you special. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like in high school, it's like everybody's like there's gonna always be people who are interested in the same things as you like there's always gonna be people who are gonna think you're like stupid for doing it or who are gonna think like for literally anything like anything that you do even stuff that's considered cool like some people are still gonna think that like it's dumb and like that you're not a cool person so like we have to stop like trying to kind of hide like what we're doing or like also who decides who is yeah. deciding what is cool? Exactly. <laughs> Probably those people that tell you what you do are not cool enough. Those are not cool people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yes. the second you finish high school, you're going to pick a direction that you're about things you want to do. Like whether it's a program or maybe you're going to go focus something in some interest of yours. And then you'll be like in the same place as people who are into the same thing as you. And then it will just make sense to you. Like, you know, oh, some people like what I do too. I don't yeah. know if it makes sense. Like, it, I just It think, makes a lot of sense. I just think in high school, people are trying so hard to find themselves by just fitting in that you actually lose yourself. <laughs> but it's good to know who are the people you want to stick or you want to keep in your life but I can also tell you you might run into them again and then maybe you'll have a discussion and find out so many more things about these people that you didn't know about them in high school and that was my experience some people that I maybe never said a word to while we were in the same grade for five years and then we meet outside of high school and then like wow this person is actually so nice I wish I had known her in high school like that really I don't know there's this transition the second you leave the school that it's like you become your own person and it's not something you should hide that's what I would tell myself like don't stop yourself from doing these things because afterwards maybe these people that you think will judge you they will actually be so impressed by you yeah i love that that's honestly amazing and it's like very relevant to me so i would take that advice too <laughs> um and what would like what would you what would your 14 year old self be proud of you for today um I think the move from home to Europe to pursue a dance career is a bold one. Like I'm, I would not have believed that something that would have happened when I was 14. And so I think I would be very proud of that. Also the place I am now, like emotionally, like not that I was, having so much issues but I think I just found the perfect balance and getting to know myself in a place where I'm just feeling comfortable with myself and that's 
Whereas maybe at 14, I had no idea <laughs> what was happening with myself. Yeah, I honestly, like, I admire that so much. Like, that's amazing that you did that. And I, I love that so much. <laughs> and um, did you, like, know that eventually you would be a dancer? Like, what did you want to do when you grew up? Ver like, what did you want to do when you grew up versus, like, what you're doing now? Um, I had kind of different phases in high school. I really didn't know. I think before that, maybe as a child, I thought of becoming a teacher because I, I mean, I had a little, I still have a little sister and I was always like the bossy wanting to teach her stuff and, you know, so I thought at some point, okay, maybe I can become a teacher. And then I think when I grew up, I thought, um, no also my dad is a teacher so i'm like no i'm gonna do something different yeah i had your dad as a teacher yeah. <laughs> so yeah maybe then i thought i don't know if that's what i want to do anymore i thought um in high school i just remember i had you know we have this like orientation classes where they i don't know if you did that but in my time <laughs> we had these uh classes where you do and do you do the little quiz and it gives you like suggestions of things you might want to study or career ideas and it was just like such a whole mess all these results like I was getting like yes farmer or I liked uh I got something like esthetician but I was really like not interested into that at the time so it was just like not helping me at all and then I went to see the uh, conseillère en orientation and it was also not helping me much so I just went to general sciences in Stichep and I tried to take as many different, um, uh, how do you say, elective classes. Sorry, I'm struggling sometimes a bit with language <laughs> when I talk like, like proper conversation. I find, I find myself losing my words a little bit. Um, but yes, so I thought, uh, I just tried different things and I was thinking for a bit that I wanted to study law and that's actually what I applied for uh, for university in Montreal. I applied for law, psychology and some other programs in, in addition to dance in case it didn't work out. But after all, um, I decided at the end of CEGEP, my last year, of uh, CEGEP and also my ballet program that I was doing in parallel. That's when I decided, okay, I need to do something. I don't want to stop dancing. Like, where should I go next? And that's where it happened for me. And also the, I became, I started feeling like closer to, oh my gosh, like dancing can happen. I always had this idea that dancing would be a hobby for me because I didn't think it was a, something I could do. And then as I got more serious about it and as I also started taking more classes in different uh, places in Montreal, I was uh, surrounded by people who wanted to do this as a career. So I was like, wait, I can do that too. And yeah. That's where it happened. But I do still believe that I will go back to school at some point just because I really enjoy school, I have to say. Um, so I think at some point I will go into a more academic 
direction i would love to study something and connect it to dancing or body work or something like that but it's still a bit uh question mark there <laughs> so it was probably really unexpected for you like you applied in university and all these different things and you were like no i'm gonna move to europe and go dance like that's amazing yeah it was unexpected especially for my <laughs> I mean, I it was something that I was thinking about, but for them, it was like I applied to university and then like, oh, by the way, I also wanted to move to Europe and dance professionally. It's like, okay, I can understand also the position for my parents to have like, okay, she could be a lawyer with a stable job and stable income. But now she's going like U-turn and to the most maybe unstable um, direction or job. So, but I think I'll be the happiest here uh, or anywhere the job takes me. But yeah. yeah, I don't regret making this decision. Our parents always want us to to be happy ultimately. So like. I guess that's how they accepted that like you were yes i think they just wanted me to be clear about what i wanted you know if you say like okay i'm gonna move wherever and do whatever then as a parent it's like no i would also be as a parent like no you cannot just give up everything but i was kind of you know this is where i'm gonna be i will be doing that for this amount of time and i will be investing everything in me into this and that's how they oh okay like they accepted it and they supported me and i have to say that i'm very very grateful for that yeah yeah that's great um and definitely yeah it's like really good that they understood and that you were able to do what you wanted you know um so what would you say is your greatest accomplishment <laughs> Um, well, uh, other than like making it to the university here, I would say also my college, my CEGEP experience in parallel to the ballet school, it was really a lot. And I was also not real, like I was working three jobs at the time and it was like 24 hours seven days a week for three years and i would say that's an accomplishment i did like i was managing to do quite well at school while investing a lot of my time in dance and still being able to work and it was a lot but i'm very proud of pulling that one off a little bit. yeah that sounds like a lot but definitely that's amazing that you were able to do that and I, I love, love that so much. Um, and on the other end of the spectrum, what would you say is your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? Uh, yeah, I really had to think about this. I don't, I cannot think of one thing specifically that was like a huge failure that I still, still keeps me up at night, you know? But I would say that any failure that I have would be, often like a missed opportunity like something that like oh shoot i should have gone to that audition i should have done that thing i should have applied so i don't know if it really answers your question in the sense that it's not like one failure but i would say like 
I keep learning from myself to just like if there's something I want, apply for it. You literally cannot lose anything. Or go to the audition. Even if you're not the most um, qualified, maybe you never know what someone is looking for. Just go and send your CV, show up to that audition, go to that, I don't know, dance battle if that's what you want to do. Yeah, say yes to every opportunity. Yeah, take every opportunity. Don't wait for someone to ask you. Just go. Ask for it if someone's... If no one's asking you, then you ask for it. You show up. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a really good thing that you're, like, bringing up because a lot, like... Well, I don't know about you, but for me, like, the thing that I've learned in life is, like, like, the worst... They're, like, what's the worst that can happen? Like, just go for the opportunity and, like, most of the time good is gonna come out of it because, like, most of the time it's just gonna end up working out for you and it's gonna go well because, like... Everything always works out. You know, the universe has your back and like just take every opportunity and you'll be fine. You're going to do great and hopefully like good comes out of it. And if something bad comes out of it, well, at least you'll have done it and at least you'll be proud of yourself and you'll have growth come from it and you'll have learned something, hopefully, because every experience um, teaches you something, right? So definitely, I completely agree with that. And what would you say is something that people seem to misunderstand about you? Like something that you wish you could explain to people? Like, no, that's not how I really am. Or no, that's <laughs> not what I really do. Um, okay, first one. An obvious one. Um, about dancers. Like what it is to be a dancer. How it is to be a dancer. I don't know. I always get this. this when I say I'm a dancer, like oh how are you gonna make money how is that even a profession that's my favorite one like that's a job like that's so misunderstood it's not just about me but it's just yeah I don't know just read about it look about it there's art everywhere of course it's a job so that's uh, yeah that's not specifically about me but it's always a question that comes up when I introduce myself like oh are you gonna be a Backup dancer. That's always the first one that comes. You're a dancer, like a backup dancer. I'm like, actually, really not. That's I'm studying contemporary dance, so it's not so much the direction I'm going to. But yeah, I know. Um, in the last episode, I'm not sure if you know Alana, Alana Cave. In the last episode, she was saying the same thing. How like often dancers, like people are like, hey, you can't really do that as a job. Like, what do you mean you're a dancer? <laughs> but like, like you can, and like art is everywhere, and and it's yeah. amazing. It's beautiful. It's great. And um, definitely, I would love to do that as a job one day. So, <laughs> but there's we'll so many different directions to it. It's not one thing. You can. I don't know. Open your eyes. You'll see it everywhere. Dance is everywhere. Mm-hmm, for sure. And then about myself, more personally, I would say maybe people would tend to think I'm a bit closed when they meet me because I'm a bit, like, maybe I look a bit pretentious because I don't go out of my way to talk to people. But most of the time, it's just either because I'm doing my own thing at the like when we meet or I just don't know what to say or how to introduce myself but once you know me I think I'm a very warm person and 
I talk a lot just when I when I'm comfortable with someone I talk a lot but when we just meet I'm not really the kind of person I will like go out of my way or maybe I will feel a bit awkward doing it so that's maybe a miss uh, understanding about me I had that happen to me many times that people were like oh you know before we met I thought you were a bit pretentious or I thought you were a bit intimidating I got that a few times <laughs> yeah I, I completely get that um, so to finish off the episode um, what would you say is your best life advice I like to ask this question to every single one of my guests and I always say if you had 30 seconds where the whole world was listening to you what would you say I know it adds a lot of pressure but that's how I like to ask it <laughs> um, okay first one I there's again more answers to that question I'm sorry I there's just not one only the yeah, first one sure. Whatever thing you want to do, do it. Don't mm -hmm. wait for someone to tell you. Just do the thing. Don't be scared. Don't be embarrassed. Just do it. Yes. <laughs> then um, I would say make sure that you surround yourself with people who have your back. People who want to see you succeed as much as you want to see them succeed. And people who support you in what you do and who share positive energy around you people that inspire you whether it's the same thing that you do or because something about them inspires you yeah i think the people the energy that you surround yourself with is super important so make sure you have good friends make sure yeah make yeah. sure you know who are who your friends are Yes, that's a good one. That was great advice. Thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. It. My pleasure. Take care. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. Yeah, too. Ciao.